It also says here you do not have to be members of the American Fence Association to qualify. How freaking great is that, right? I think like, it's awesome. It, it doesn't, there's no barrier. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers? What's going on? It feels like it's been forever since I've seen you. Man, we've got a great show tonight. We're on Season 5, Episode 24. We're going to be talking about unlocking opportunities for success with the AFA's Educational Funding Foundation. Let me tell you, it's a very interesting deal. I learned about it this uh, past week or so when I was in, um, where the hell was I? Monkey Island for Tony Thornton's deal. Um Man, great information. You're gonna, it's really gonna blow your mind what the AFA is doing um, for this whole uh, foundation that they're uh, funding for education. Anyway, guys, we're going live using StreamYard. So, hey, like every show, don't, before you leave a comment, go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook, put in your name, your password, so that way we can see who the hell's talking because we need to know who's who and what's what and what's going on. We already got Cannon Johnson in the comments. What's up, Dan? Oh, so, uh, guys, look, you know we're everywhere. You heard it in the intro. We're on the My Fence Life podcast Facebook page, and we're on the YouTube channel. And I think we're on Instagram and LinkedIn and a couple other places. All right? Guys, don't forget My Fence Life, Fence King. We are the place where you go to get finance for your expert staining steel pre-staining machine. Just go to the MyFenceLife.com and hit the little Ask Dan in the top, and you'll see a picture of me looking all crazy. Thank you for that, Benji. And just say, hey, I want to finance an expert staining seal pre-staining machine so I can start diversifying and boosting my sales and margins. And look, guys, we did one the other day. It was $60 a month this guy's paying, and we got him a machine. And guys, don't forget the My Fence Life edition of the U.S. Hammer, the BBH, the Big Black Hammer. Go to MyFenceLife.com, fill out the form. You'll see the little gyrating, little jumping up and down U.S. hammer. And uh, click it, fill it out, and uh, you can win, man. So, um, oh, wait, man, I forgot. We also got the Fencer's Dozen. Robert Looker won it last week. I totally forgot. I'm sorry, the week before last. Last week, I totally forgot to say who won. I couldn't believe who it was. I got to talking to Benji, and when we got off the show, Benji's like, yeah, you didn't say who won the donuts. I was like, God damn it. So anyway, guys, we're giving away 150 black donuts for your no-dig vinyl installs. They're going to be delivered to you from my fence line, from Dan Blanc, from the Fence King, but they're coming from MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. So, guys, go to MyFenceLife.com. Look for that little donut with the little sprinkles on it and uh, fill out the form. You'll win some 
some free donuts. And man, wait till y'all hear who won. Jacqueline, oh shit, I don't already told everybody who's on the show. Don't let me forget who uh, don't let me forget who won this week because it's a uh, it, it's crazy. So anyway, guys, tonight we've got a hell of a guest, okay? Uh, our guest tonight has a bachelor's in criminal justice from the University of North Texas. She's uh, an exec has an executive master's in justice, administration, and leadership from the University of Texas at Dallas. I hope I get all this right. Uh, she has uh, leadership essentials credentials from Cornell University. That's up in Ithaca, New York. And just when you think, all right, what else can she have on her plate? There's even more. Uh, she's enrolled in the Harvard's online business school starting this January 2023, and she'll be working on her leadership impact and management and business credentials. And she's also going to uh, strive to get a certificate of special specialization in strategy and one also in entrepreneurship and innovation. Got a lot on her plate Um great gal wait till y'all wait till y'all meet her most of you probably already know her um with her career man she's been in corporate america diversity and inclusion recruiting so when i read that i was like uh can you put that in layman's term and she was like yeah i help fortune 500 companies find the butts for the right seats going in the right direction and i was like okay i can understand that but corporate america diversity and inclusion recruiting just sounds a whole hell of a lot better. And actually, uh, she has been an actual employee of the American Fence Association for four years, where um, she helped launch off the young fence professionals and helped develop and grow existing chapters. And for the past two and a half years, uh, she's been at Homeland Vinyl Project Products as a regional sales manager for everything west of the good old Mississippi. Uh, and check this out. She likes to do upland hunting. I was like, what the hell is upland hunting? I'm a city boy. She's like, you know, woodchuck and duck and, you know, daffy duck and I don't know whoever else. But she's killing birds, right? She likes to fly fish and she likes to cook. So let's go ahead and bring our guest on, guys, and enjoy. All right, fence lifers. Get ready for your shut it. Badass Hinge Guest, brought to you by D&D Technology, creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. How you like that intro, girl? Oh, I got you on mute, huh? <laughs> How you like that intro? It was awesome. <laughs> Man, you got to love D&D, right? doesn't oh, get I any do. better I than absolutely that. love all the guys over at D&D. They're good people. <laughs> Man, do you you know how to read the comments on this thing? You've been you've been on stream, yeah, yeah. right? You see all this? Yeah, we got I see Cannon, I see Nick, I see Susan. <laughs> Man, we got <laughs> JC Gurry in here. I don't know if that's Mark yes. or Mary. Those are great great people. Nick Wright, Susan Worley, good old Shane Millerlight drinking Catton. Man, some of these people, we sat down on the couch uh, in uh, Monkey Island last week or whatever week it was, and we were up to like 4 o'clock in the morning. I was telling, they're like, man, yeah. what were y'all doing at 4 in the morning? I'm like, we laugh, we cried, we fought. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like, we just covered every single emotion there is. It was a great time. 
So I cut out at 3.30, and at 4.06 a.m., uh, old Shane Miller, like drinking cat, and went ahead and responded LOL to a text message I sent him like eight hours earlier. And I'm like, ah, that means he must finally be back at his room. And oh, look at old Nick Reich, no comment. So I got to ask you, um, I get almost called you Susan. I got to ask you, girl, are you going to Fence Tech in January in uh, Smashville, Tennessee? Absolutely. So we got our entire team. I mean, we got our executive team. We got our sales team all going. What's really cool, and I sent sent this out to our customers, so I know I can say it, is we finally updated our booth. So we've got a new booth that we're really excited about kind of launching. We have some new technology we're launching, nice. and we have a really badass party, really badass party at Florida Georgia Line that's happening too. So we'll definitely be there. I saw. I got a thing that I have to like register RSVP. They wanted like a copy of a my ID. Band. They wanted all <laughs> kinds of stuff, girl. I was like, Jesus. I, you know, want oh, I went up type. there to do like the site visit, and I couldn't even have a backpack. They were really strict about what they do. So really, it's okay. We'll follow the rules and okay, and do uh, what we need to do. We can do that. We can do that. So that's going to be uh, Monday, January twenty second through Friday, January twenty sixth is the Fence Tech this year, located in the Music City Center in good old Smashville, Tennessee, is what we're calling it. And man, then right after that, like a, we get a week break, and then we've got the Expert Stand and Seal University, which is Thursday, February eighth, and Friday, February 9th in Alexandria, Tennessee. I'll be there. I doubt it very seriously that you'll be there because. People don't stain vinyl, right? And you're a vinyl girl. But as you can see from my bio, I love education. So you it do. doesn't really matter to me on if it's directly tied to my 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 discipline. I like to learn. Nice. I'm a forever student. So I got to get this week's winner of the Fencer's Dozen, the donuts for installing vinyl on the Driven Post system. And you're not going to believe who it is this week. This week's winner is Cannon Johnson of Jackson Fence Company. Woo! Can you believe that? So, Cannon, we're going to send you some black donuts, man. Throw them blue donuts away, bro. Get them black ones out. Let's do it. Right? <laughs> we're going to have those at Cannon's back door, uh, hopefully before Christmas. I don't know if they can get it out there that quick. So, a uh, few things, guys. We all love D&D. Uh, you heard the intro, Expert Stand and Seal. And uh, don't forget about Mid-America Fence Supply. They're uh, for all your steel post-driven fence and plastic donut solutions that offer terms for 30, 60, 90, and 120 days. So you can't beat those terms. And then, of mm -hmm. course, we got U.S. Hammer. They got the hardest-hitting post-driver on the market. And uh, where can you get your very own U.S. Hammer? MDWST Fence Supply and Manufacturing. Uh, those guys have your steel post-driving solution down pat. So, all right, girl. Since we got all the formalities out a bit out of the way, let's go ahead and uh, tackle things. Of course, you know there's three rules to the show: beer, bourbon, and business. I don't have Cheers. my drink; I left it. But I see you've got <gasps> you've got red bourbon. I didn't know I was drinking alone. No, you're not drinking alone. I'm sure it is. I'm sure Shane's watching right now, and uh, <laughs> and he's drinking. I'm sure Cannon's having a drink. I see Kristen Johnson's in there. Brian, Fred, Aluminum's in here. We got all kinds of people in the comments, so let's get down I'm to it. I'm loving all the love. There's lots of love going on in this comment. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't know this, but I found this out that you are a, a mom, a boy mom, right? You've got two totally boys, a boy huh? 
It's probably why I have so many F bombs in my mouth. But yeah. <laughs> yes. You, you've got an 18 year old, and isn't he up at the University of Nebraska? Because I know you said you were visiting Matt Warner or something and going to the university. Yeah. Yeah, crazy enough. Like, I didn't even know where Nebraska was. I don't know if I could even have spelled it at some point. But, <laughs> um, you know, the way life works, right? We just found this, like, innate family out there that really just kind of took us under our wing for, like, our dogs, our hunting, our competitions and that kind of stuff. And my son, after an incident he had a couple of years ago, like fell in love with the city and the people and the hospitality. And he decided to totally go out of state for really? tuition and, you know, all the things. Yeah. And all the things that come with being out of state tuition, right? <laughs> like Skrilla. <laughs> so is this his first, this is his first year in college, right? He just finished his first semester. Yeah. And he's doing, he's majoring in international business. And uh, from my understanding, he taught you how to love, huh? Yeah, he was, you know, I came from foster care in my childhood, you know, so it really was like bouncing from home to home to home. And when I had him, like it was just, you know, he taught me what true love, true unconditional love was. Nice. And, and he still does every day. You know, it's like I can do no wrong. He forgives me for everything. You know, it's <laughs> funny, man. I had my first one. And it was like, all right, that's cool. He was my boy, Dylan. And, man, when I had my second one, my daughter, Destin, I thought she was the most beautiful thing in the world. It was just like, mm. wow, you know? Um, and then from there on, it was nothing but boys. And I was just like, ah, poor kid, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, and then you, not only do you have an 18-year-old, you got an 8-year-old, a second grader, right? I do. I do. He's crazy. He's my firecracker. Golly. So your first one, I see you put in your bio, he taught you how to love. And your second one taught you how to be brave. Yeah. That's this pretty good. Fearless. He's like the little guy in the classroom, but he wrestled, right? Both my boys were wrestlers. And he's just this fearless, mighty mouse. And he did. He taught me how to be fearless and courageous. And I, I lived through him. In that regard. Nice. <laughs> Man, yeah. I wish I could. Uh, I need to get my stuff together. <laughs> I really thought I had my stuff together. So just a little side note, and we're not going to dive deep into this, but when we were in um, when we were in Monkey Island, I was like, hey, have you, y'all, I have a bucket list. And you were like, I have one too. And then we started sharing our bucket list amongst everybody. It was me, you, and like 10 or 12 other people. Mm. And it was amazing how many things that we had the same on our bucket list. Wasn't that crazy? It was, you know, like to to just live live with an idea of like I want to achieve it all. And I think there's a lot of similarities where everyone's just yeah. Let's go to the next step. We've accomplished this. Let's go to the next step. We've accomplished this. Now let's experience life. And I think that's where the biggest things you and I came together is like let's experience it. Yeah, it was it wasn't like I want to do this. It was a lot of the things that you and I connected on it were the same were experiences. And mm -hmm. I think that matters. Look, you see old Matt Warner's in the in the comments. What's happening, Matt? Hey Matt. <laughs> so look, I got my cheat sheet here. I got my paper, right? Yeah. Um so apparently the AFA 
who knew this, has a educational education foundation scholarship deal. It's a yeah. fund, educational fund foundational. I don't know. However, that goes. You're getting together. it. You're getting there. You're getting there. I'm getting there, right? <laughs> and I didn't know this, man. But y'all give out scholarships for all kinds of stuff, and especially, I think the main one is college, right? Uh, well, I, I would say we've evolved, right? So there was at some point when uh, our our whole generational pool, I'd say probably the boomers, decided like all kids should go to college, like. Mm-hmm. And there was a huge major shift of people that went from, hey, I want to be a tradesman to I have to go to college. And I think AFA came alongside that and said, hey, okay, people are going to college. We need to be able to give back. AFA being the American Fence Association, right, decided, hey, we need to give back to our members. And how do we do that? And so they device a lot of other things. And then the part of like, hey, we need a foundation and an endowment, something where people, when they donate, those dollars go to funds, they go to programs, they go to scholarships. And it's not just, you know, to the fencer themselves, it's to their children, right? They work really hard every day, wake up, go to bed, so that so that their kids have a better life. And this, and the American Fence Association decides this is a way to give back to those people. Awesome. So, what all what all what all they're doing? So I mean who let's see here. I'm just gonna read what it says. Y'all give out five thousand dollars to to students, right? Or they, they give at out least five thousand to five people, right? To five students each okay. year. And that is that actually changed a couple of years ago, Dan. Like at first it was like a thousand dollar scholarship, five hundred dollar scholarships, and then we realized we're not making the impact we need to. We're not, right? That $500 isn't changing anything in the way that some of this public schooling or private schooling costs have gone. And so a couple of years ago, the board came together and said, hey, we need to do more. Let's do more. And so they decided, hey, let's do five at 5000 you know, $25,000 a year to fence industry professionals and their, their wives, their kids to figure out how to do higher education. Yeah, I mean, five hundred bucks really isn't anything. I mean, what does <laughs> it's that cover? It's not even books. <laughs> I mean, what does what does that cover? Two pairs of shoes, yeah, think, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. I if like, you're getting the fancy shoes, like Dan. Well, I don't know. Okay, three pairs of shoes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids, they buy hundred fifty, two hundred dollar pairs of shoes nowadays. So. um so I see here the AFAEF, so the American Fence Association Educational Foundation or Fund. Education Foundation. Yep. Okay. You're right. Supports the academic goals of the industry students. And it even goes on to more. So you and I were talking, and it was almost like you throw a, um, you, you know how you throw a pebble in a, in a pond, right? And it has a, yeah, and you get that ripple effect. And the conversation you and I were having about that was like, hey, check out this ripple effect on who we can actually affect. So, of course, when you say, oh, the AFA gives out funding, you know, to college students, right? Well, automatically you're thinking, okay, well, I'm Dan, so one of my kids qualify to apply, right? And yep, you're, you're like, yeah, definitely. Well, what about the guy that's, you know, digging holes 
for Fence King. Well, yeah, he he not Absolutely. only not only him, but his wife or his kids are eligible for this. Correct? Yeah. Hell yeah. So Kristen Johnson says, "I'm going back to school." Guess what? She should apply for the scholarship. It master's degree, undergraduate. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always like a need-based, right? It's definitely need-based. And mm-hmm. depending on our applicants, there's always this, this like rubric and and need-based piece of it. But everyone, everyone. Kristen, you're going back to school, baby. Apply. <laughs> and then um, so then the next thing was is it even went out a little further. You were like, hey, you know that guy that's driving the 18-wheeler for Master Halco that's dropping off material at your yard? Guess what? He's in the fence industry because he works for Master Halco. Therefore, he is eligible if he wants to go to college and his wife and his kids. Correct? Absolutely. Look, if you're tied into the fence industry, you're applicable, right? I as a Homeland Vinyl, we have seven plants across the United States. I sent it to all my plant managers. Send it to everyone, including the packers. Send it to the people that are, are taking care of our fencing community, period. That's powerful, man. That's a that's a big ripple effect when you're going into the guys that are, you know, extruding the aluminum and packing the, uh, the aluminum and vinyl and putting it on pallets and, you know, shipping it out. That's that's really awesome that it covers that broad of a spectrum, you know. Absolutely. I mean, five thousand dollars. I mean, how much do books cost uh, for uh, for school? Twenty three hundred. Yeah. And that a semester. Co- yeah. <laughs> I could tell you real quick. So you know? that five grand will go a long ways. A long ways. ways. So look at room and boards, like fourteen thousand dollars a year. It goes a long way, y'all. A so, long way. So your your son's not staying at uh, Matt Warner's place. You think Matt would have like converted no, the garage for him? Don't play. Matt Warner took my son on a tour of the city and said, "This is my house. This is my house code." If you need anything, I'm here. My wife's here. My people are here. You let me know. That's the kind of person Nebraska has to offer. <laughs> yeah. So it says here the criteria is either be employed in the fence industry or be an immediate family member, i.e. wife, husband, child of a current industry employee. Absolutely. Um, it says uh, you achieved a B grade point average or higher in the previous three years of schooling. And they're going to want some transcripts. Right? I mean, there's going to be stuff you got to get together. Look, oh, I, I like freshman, this one. we always mess up a little bit. We always mess up a little bit. So we're like, hey, as a senior, you're probably applying. You probably took it super serious. Soft. You probably took it semi-serious sophomore year. Junior and senior, you know you're if you're going to go to college, hey, you know you're going to do it. You know you're going to need some kind of funding. I'll tell you one statistic, Dan, which is freaking crazy to me. Like... Hold on. I $1.7 million worth of scholarships are available to kids. 7% of them are actually given. Really? 7% of the people that are going to college, kids that are going to college actually receive it. Huh. And I feel that pain. I feel that pain because it seems like every time we're like, hey, 
you should apply, you should apply, you should apply, you should apply, you should apply. And and I will say we, we've had some really good rock stars. Rachel in the comments said, hey, my kiddo received it. A couple of kiddos from very active participants in the AFA have received it, but it's not because they're active. That's not the piece that checks the box. It's just because they know about it and they know it will happen and they know they should apply for it. Right. They knew it was available. And that's if, it. If you don't know it's there, you can't apply for it. Right. That's it. So I like this one. Perform the minimum of 40 hours of community service. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you guys heard anything from my FWA web uh, podcast yesterday, I'm a huge proponent of like servant leadership, community service. It's huge for me. And I love this part too, because guess what? We're, I know our, our deadline is January 8th for this, but it, with the Christmas break that's coming up, all you seniors that are out there, all you guys students have 40 hours available to you to go do some kind of thing. Work with your moms, work with your dads, work with your school, work with your community, go pick up trash. I don't care what it is. There's zero reason why 40 hours worth of community service can't be achieved. Right. right. If you need it, come let me know. Come let me know. I'll, I'll find something for you. I got <laughs> Virtual, some, I got some <laughs> physical, stuff to do, whatever huh? you got. So exactly. it also says here you do not have to be members of the American Fence Association, the AFA, to qualify. How freaking great is that, right? I think like, it's awesome. It it doesn't there's no barrier, right? There's zero barrier of entry for you to come do this. If you guys don't want to be a member of the AFA, your mom doesn't want or your dad that owns the company doesn't want to be an AFA member, that's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. Maybe your dad was a fencer for 20 years and sold his business. You don't have to be active or in, you know, like you don't have to be there. They spent their time. Now you can, you can receive benefits from it. So uh, you have to submit one letter of recommendation, right? Yeah. I'll write that Make letter for you. Write that, right? <laughs> right. Let it be powerful. This kid is great. They had, they believe in heaven over everything. They work hard. They have a great character, you know, whatever it may be. You can ask that from anyone, the teachers that you're currently seeing, you know, the band instructor that instructor that you've had for four years, the receptionist at the job that you're working under or the marketing manager that you're working under. Anyone can provide that recommendation letter and really just talk about the aspects. But I will tell you this, Dan. No one knows how to ask for a recommendation letter. Like they don't. The biggest thing is, hey, would you write me a recommendation letter? I'd love for you to talk about my promptness of time. I'd love you to talk about my character with customers. I'd love you to talk about X, Y, and Z, right? And, and they'll write it to that because they believe in you. Yeah. All you have to do is ask. That's it. Yeah. Church, right? Neighborhood, watch. Babysitting, if you're babysitting for kids, you know, like you can ask it for many of those people. And then uh, it says here, complete application in its entirety, including responses to essay questions about leadership skills, why further education is important to you. Um, and then the deadline to submit the applications are January 15th, is January 15th, 2024. So if you got any questions, call Jackie at 555-555. If you have any questions, call 1-800-822-4342 or 
pretty simple email member services at American Fence Association dot com. You guys, there's zero reason not to apply. There's zero reason not to know where it goes. AmericanFenceAssociation.com will tell you where to go. You can email me. You can Facebook me. You can Facebook Dan, and he will give you the information. What There's zero part of where um, you guys shouldn't be able to apply for it. Now, I will tell you, there's probably like a 70% chance that people that are actually applying don't complete it in its entirety. They have not gotten the B average that they need or didn't complete the community service and think it's too late to do it. Um, I, I love those really creative individuals that like show a spark. Like I, I couldn't do innately people go to look for like the community service and the the soup kitchens, right. Or mm. the food pantries. And you don't have to, you don't, you, you can go pick up trash and have your parents view you doing that at the park at the, you know, very safe areas. Let me just go ahead and say safe areas, but you know, community service is dealt in several different ways, you know, and, and think outside the box when you're doing it. Nice. So this is done annually. So every year y'all give out $25,000. Dan, every year so we I, give it out. I got a question because I'll tell you what our chapter did. I see old Susan K. Worley's in the comments. Um, so what if you don't have enough people apply? Or um, what if you do have people apply but they don't meet the requirements? What do you do with the leftover money? Do y'all use it for scholarships or something else? We haven't had that chance, right? We haven't had the opportunity where enough people haven't applied, right? Um, thankfully, right? We have people out there looking for the scholarships. Um, but ultimately, we do give other scholarships throughout the year for events that we know are fence installation, gate testing, you know, um, uh, attending events like Ignite, those pieces, the AFA Education Foundation understands that education for our industry is more than just college, right? And if we want to identify all stakeholders in our organization, it's not just the, the students of our professionals. It's also giving back to our professionals. So a lot of our chapter board of the AFA chapter board members or uh, fence professionals that want to go and extend their knowledge in the fencing, we do that too. And so ultimately, to answer your question, if we didn't get enough participants for that, I'm confident we could utilize it, utilize money and funds for other things. Yeah, so that's what we did um, for the Gulf Coast chapter, I think is what it's called. <clears throat> the Gulf South? Gulf South chapter. I'm on the board. You mm -hmm. think I know that, right? So um, anyway... We had we had pledged to give four uh, scholarships away to AFAU. Well, we only had three people apply, so all three of those guys won. And then uh, the um, the fourth one was out there. Well, we had a guy from Front Rock Fence, Matt, with Front Rock Fence out of uh, somewhere in Canada. He he wanted to go. And he was driving down to Florida to stay with his in-laws for the winter because he doesn't want to stay in Canada. So I called up our president and I was like, hey, man, why don't we go ahead and give this guy the scholarship? You know, and it was I tell you what, man, 
between me, Brian Bouti, and uh, Nick Wright. Yeah. We made it all happen in about six hours. We got our board to vote on it. Nick did what he had to do. Brian figured out what he had to do. We had some hoops to jump through, but we were able to do it. He came to fence installation school, and he graduated from it. I'm so. telling you, there is a piece about people attending those type of educational events <laughs> that are <laughs> Did you see the comment, too? <laughs> yeah, old Josh Glover, hundo. <laughs> Okay, there is a piece about people being being able to like increase their knowledge and their experience and their education. I'm as I said earlier, as you can see from my bio, I'm a huge proponent of being the best, seeking the best to to be the best. And usually, our people are going to find a way, right? Like you, ex you, like the epitome of this situation. You said, "Hey, we have a person that's ready." and willing and wanting and needing, let's figure it out, right? And so the dues of the AFA membership that go, the specific piece that goes to the chapters, it's the chapters giving back to their members. It's a huge piece of why it's important these chapters continue to give money and, and to give back to their members and to give back to the educational piece because it, it, it's an investment when people become members of the AFA, it becomes an investment. But again, the barrier is not AFA membership. It's not. It's being in the industry. And we already have that audience. I love it. I think it's awesome. I didn't realize y'all did it. I think we need to get on here and talk about it more often. Um, when are kids talking to... Uh, to their school counselors about college and going all that stuff. That's when we need to start covering this and putting this information out. You know, you know I saw something and I always mention it and I, I can't tell you where it was, but I saw an, like an article I'm sure through social media that talked about an energy company that was in a small town that when, when graduates were graduating, and people and kids had to define that college wasn't for them. They did a signing ceremony, much like the athletes do, right? A signing ceremony for these people that were going to come work for their, their energy company. And I have believed in that ever since I saw it. Like, that is what our industry needs. I was just at the Thornton Fence Consulting Group, right, thing where it talked about gate safety, and, and one comment from somebody was, hey, you know, these fence companies should be going to their kids and multiple kids career career days. Right. Like, hey, being a fence owner, right, being a fence contractor, being a wholesaler, being an in, an industry partner in this community is still good and sexy and fun and provocative and like money driven, right? Like, like I survive my family. I, I provide, I can continue my education. I mean, like a Shane with his Shane with his MBA, right? Like I can do all the things by doing this and it, I didn't have to go to corporate America to do it. How cool is that? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sorry, I get on a tangent. No, girl. I'm, I'm really like, excited about this stuff. <laughs> I'm just letting you go. Do your thing. <laughs> so um, just so y'all know, I don't know how this, how did this happen? How did you get the nickname Hundo in, uh, in Tulsa? Oh, my God. 
I have no idea. Don't ask me. I have no idea, but all of a sudden everybody no started idea. calling you Hundo, and I was like, "Is this a Star Wars movie or something?" Which... <laughs> no, no, don't ask. I don't want to know the answer. Yeah, I don't think I want to know either. That was late in the night. But, but okay, truly, truly though, I love nicknames for people. Like I, I feel <laughs> as a person that didn't come from family. But Hispanic heritage, where people definitely give nicknames to people, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I I love nicknames. And so when somebody gives it to me, I embrace it, even though I have zero idea where it came from and would probably prefer not to know how it it birthed. Yeah, there's no telling. Josh Glover says he's got videos. (laughs) It was an interesting night. You know, so, Jackie, I, I met you. And in OKC at Fence Tech, mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. I met you, and I remember, like, our first two sentences, you were cracking up laughing because I said something, and I was just real blunt, and you were just like, oh, my God, it's hilarious. So, anyway, um, I met you there. We talked a little bit. But, really, I didn't get to know who you were until two weeks ago when we were at Monkey Island for Tony Thornton's mm-hmm. deal. And I tell you what, man, the relationships you can build – Doing that is incredible. Um, I really didn't know Nick Wright that well. I know Nick was texting me the other day. He was in a bar that I go to in Winter Garden, Florida, where I didn't know he lived, and I go there twice a year. You know, so um, those are the kind of things you learn. So the AFA is not just about building fence. It's about building relationships. It's about building family. It's about growing and succeeding. I, I love I love that new that new tag on it that they came out with this year. It's um, uh, lead, grow, succeed. What is it? Um, learn, ignite. No, Something it's not ignite. Else, yeah. Damn it! We should probably know that. It's like I'm oh, belong. Like oh, it's it's with, it's oh. belong, lead, grow, succeed. Something like that. Incredible tagline and. I tell you what, I'm seeing it more. I'm seeing it more and more in the industry, and I like the things that uh, Michael Reed's been doing. It's taken a little bit to get it out, but it's starting to happen. And I like that there's other people in there that are saying, uh, "Hey, we need to get into the 21st century, so we need to start doing some things differently." I got to hang out with Brad Howard. The upcoming president. What is that? President elect? Woo, woo. 20, 2024 president. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, that guy was a freaking hoot. I mean, I think this is raising the roof, but I'm not yeah. sure. And like, I don't even know. Do people <laughs> even say hoot? But anyway, that guy, that guy was a kick in the ass. Fun. I mean, we had a freaking blast. We were playing shuffleboard and we were betting on stuff. It was just, it got crazy. We got to meet the guy, find out who he is. And in between all the bullshit of drinking and playing shuffleboard and ragging on each other and cutting up, you get to find out who people are and what they're really about and what they're wanting to do. And that was really a great opportunity. That's why I stress going to all these events. If you can go, go, you know? You know what? I knew a lot of people at that event, but I was able to meet quite a few. And and I'm not the person that does the hard pitch at these type of things, right? I, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. So, like, I met four new contractors that don't buy vinyl at all, which is totally fine with me, right? But, I, I like, I probed in how do they deal with hiring or labor issues that we're experiencing right now? Like, what do you do here? What about flexible schedules for moms, right? We learned yesterday that 46% of women that are in the workforce right now, like, 
aren't happy with the flexibility that their their companies are giving them right now. So like, so I love asking and probing and talking and those kind of things. And so, like, yeah, yeah, I pro- they, they're like, whoa, that's way too much. Like, whoa, chill, girl, chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, that's funny that you say that. I got a guy that works for me. He's a Spanish guy, uh, San- Santi. We call him. His name's Santiago. And he he's like, hey, Mr. Dan, I, I want to drop my son off to school every day. Mm. And I was like, mm. okay, okay. Uh, let me get with your crew leader. So I got with his crew leader. I said, look, Santi wants to drop his kid off to school every day. Are you okay with that? Because I don't want you feeling like there's more work on you, this and that. Correct. And um, and kind of screwed up. But his crew leader is my son. And my son goes, yeah, Dad, I wish you would have brought me to school every day. So I'm not going to tell him he can't. And I was kind of like, I felt really good about what he said, but then I felt like Mm -hmm. a real ass. And uh, all at the same time, how does that happen, right? Right. So uh, I told him, so now Santi shows up about 15, 20 minutes late every day. Was not late. He's on time. Drops his son off to school. And and he comes into work. And that's what we do, you know. So... um, I just, I like that we're able to do that, you know? I think this industry is changing with the times, right? And when we talk about people that, right, when I got this job at Homeland, I thought I had, first of all, I had a really good advocate that was like, hey, Jackie's never been in this position before. She's never worked this year before, but she's the person we need. So first of all, shout out to the people the champions of people that champion other people, first of all. Second of all, the biggest thing, like I remember being so choked up because I got to ki- take my kid to kindergarten. I got like, cause I didn't get that chance with my 18 year old. I was fucking hustling and I was, gr- sorry, can I say F? You, right? I was hustling and I was grinding, right? And, and it was all like, how am I going to get here so I can pay for his college fund, right? At two. And I just remember having that moment of sitting back and being able to take my kid to kindergarten. Like it, it changed my world. And now good, bad, or indifferent, like I'm loyal to Homeland for that. And, and there's a piece where, where we talk about value in 46%, 46% of the women, right. That were displaced in 2021 because of COVID and childcare and that kind of stuff. 46% of the women still feel like their 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 companies don't respect their need for flexibility. Like how can the fence industry take care of that? And they can. Like we heard it from Melanie last night. You know, like like it can. There is there's flexibility. And the great thing about you as a leader Dan is you said, "Look, we are successful if we get Santi to take his kid to school every day." That's our success metric. And, and you figured out a will in a way like, yeah. and I'm going to apologize again. I pr- get pretty worked up about this stuff. No, you good. You good. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so we're trying to do everything we can over at Fence King and we're learning every day. We're not saying we're perfect. We're far from it, but as long as we're learning and striving and moving forward, then we're on our way to being as perfect as Fence King can be. Yeah. So, so just to reiterate that thing that we were talking about earlier, AFA's big thing is where you belong, where you grow, where you lead, and where you succeed. And then 
AFA Education Foundation part is where you give, where you give. So at the end of the year, when you're looking for tax write-offs, because it happens, um, you're looking to the AFA Education Foundation for those pieces. When you are looking for your feel good, I did my part, check the box, it looks good with my kids, like I've taught them to give, it's the AFA Education Foundation. It's those people that say, hey, I know in five years, my kids are gonna start applying for the Education Foundation scholarships. It's giving now, you know, $5, $10, $100, whatever it is. Or it's the pieces of, you know, the big companies, the big manufacturers looking for opportunities to give back to, right? Give back into the industry. I love a Toys for Tots. You guys can see my Facebook post about Toys for Tots and stuff like that. You know, I love a good giving campaign but I love giving back to my industry too, because it's where I am. It's where I'm growing. It's where I belong. It's where I'm leading. It's where I'm succeeding in giving. Wow, girl, you just over there kicking ass and taking names. Jackie for president, 2025. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord, have mercy. Well, it was great talking to you. Lots of awesome information. Uh, guys, don't forget, you're going to go to member services at AmericanFenceAssociation.com. You can email those guys to find out more about the uh, the education programs and, and the, the scholarships that they give away. There's a URL on here, but you don't want me to ramble that off. I'm sure don't if you go, I'm sure if you go to AmericanFenceAssociation.com, uh, you can you find, can find something that's got to do with the AFAF. American Fence Association Educational Foundation. And guys, don't forget Fence Track. Thank you, Fence Track, for giving us our signs. We love you for it. We just did we just did some um we just did uh some driving of Fence Track posts while we were up in Tulsa. Brian with US Hammer made these special um drive caps that fit and we were able to drive all of Brett over Fence Track's post. And uh, i tell you what, it was a great success. Uh, Brett went ahead and bought a couple hammers. I think he's already sold one of them. And they're mass producing uh, the drive caps for that. So, guys, we're going to be able to be driving Finch track here. So, good stuff. Uh, Jacqueline, great seeing you again. And, Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for being on here. I appreciate you taking the time and really helping educate people that AFA, right? And it's in general, AFA is just giving, AFA Education Foundation is giving back to the fence industry by allowing and helping fund the the kids of our industry to go back to college or go to college. Definitely. Kids, wives, people, all the things. Husbands, wives, kids, right? <laughs> all the things. Yes, sir. Adopted children, all the things. Good deal. All right, guys, thank you for coming on, Jackie. And hey, y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. 
To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.